Well, greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome back to the channel for our continuing coverage of CinemaCon 2023. Uh, we did the Sony presentation. We did the Warner Brothers presentation. We did the disappointing Disney presentation. I'm still being very mean to them. But it's it, okay. But you know what? Do you still feel that way after watching the Universal no. presentation? It was really good. I'll read back what I said. I reel it back a little bit. We just came back from the Universal presentation, which bent over and crapped all over the Disney presentation. So much better <laughs> Such than Disney. A wordsmith. Oh, <laughs> I am. I, I, so uh, Rob is still. Oh, invisible Rob. Chugging along, yeah. trying to get back from Caesar's Palace to here. Uh, so he says he's in the building, so he'll come walking in here anytime. But yeah. we we had to get moving and get started on a Universal card. Guys, this Universal. Right, I think we went into it before it started saying, I don't know if we're expecting too much out of this Universal presentation. Yeah, we're like, ah, sex. I was like, I don't care Last about year that. we left pretty disappointed. Yes, Universal's presentation last year was not all that great. It wasn't at all. Whereas Disney's last year, fire. Was fantastic. Swapped. This year, what do they do? They say, okay, we're starting the presentation. Rob just walked in the hey. room. Rob, Rob, like, <laughs> Take he's, a minute. He's, he's, He's he's hunched over, breathing deeply. He's got two cigarettes in Big his bear. mouth. Big bear, Big bear, chase he's him. trying to get over here now. Big bear, chase him. So what did Universal? So Universal looks at this crappy presentation that Disney did, and they're like, oh, "We're going to show you how it's done." How? So how I'm can we? Winded. How can we start our presentation? I don't know. Let's start the presentation by bringing Christopher Nolan onto the stage. Yeah. Come on. How great was that, dude? It was great. Nolan comes out and he just, with all the dignity that he carries now, he's just talking about the sanctity of the movie theater experience, but all this kind of stuff. Then he starts. There's nobody better in Hollywood to talk about that. No. Yeah. And then he starts talking about Oppenheimer. And he starts talking about how he makes a case, I don't agree with him, but he makes a case that Oppenheimer is the most important person that's ever lived. That, that what Oppenheimer did kind of defined what the world we live in now is. And then they showed us stuff from Oppenheimer that I've never seen before. Oh my God. It gave so much context to the film. He also then kind of it revealed- It was long too. Yeah, it was it was good eight, nine minutes. Yeah, stunning. And then he revealed that the first like full, full trailer for it will come out with Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh, Rob, I, I thought about you immediately when he was doing that. So what did you think about what we saw for Oppenheimer? Dude, uh, you know, there, there's, he, I, I'm speechless. I, the thing about him is, just the way he shoots things because everything is practical and he's always, even when the camera's panning over the ground. It looks there's, gorgeous, yeah. There's something about it. I mean, the characters, the, the, the interplay, the locations. I mean, they're out in the desert. But man, this I was drawn in. You know, and here's a movie not based on a franchise, nope. not an IP. It's a biopic about the guy and who made the atomic bomb. Loosely you know, based I, on one particular novel that explores it. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. yes. But it was American Prometheus. It, but it was stunning, absolutely stunning. Number one must see of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, um, it, it looks like a best picture contender. I, oh, I got to say, I've never been so starstruck from afar than I have when Christopher Nolan came out. Oh, it's crazy! And it's like, it's like a Michael Jackson now. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson. So well dressed, from. so well coiffed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so like beautifully, beautifully done. So he comes out, gives Oppenheimer. Michael Jackson wasn't the best. Person to it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I was like, I'll take that back. On, Let's man. say LeBron playing in person or okay. something like that. Okay, now look, we're we're gonna yeah, we, yeah. we're on a bit of a timeline tonight because the Universal presentation went a half hour overtime, so that means our time is a little bit tight. So we're gonna keep moving here. But Oppenheimer looked absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, and then what did they do that next? 
What what happened after that? Um, oh it was God. another big one, actually. Was it animated? Did they go right into their animated? Maybe they were. Uh, I think we talked. We had Jason Blumhouse come out fairly quickly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen. Blumhouse came out with Trace. Uh, Ryan, Trace was next. Well, okay, oh, we'll yeah, get yeah. Trace. Yeah. So he came out with with what, what's the name of the guy who wrote uh, who directed the Halloween movie? Something Green. Yeah, did uh, David Gordon Green. David Gordon yes, Green's. He did the last three Halloween, the Halloween films, right? The first one was great. Last two, not so much. But they came out talk about horror and the success of Megan, and then they introduced something that I totally forgot was coming, and I give zero craps about the Exorcist Believer. Believer. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a trilogy. Okay, which is going to be a trilogy. Now, as soon as they said that, I knew Rob would hate it. Like no matter no matter what. Now you understand, Rob and I have not spoken. We've not spoken. We weren't no. sitting together in the presentation, unfortunately, so we haven't spoken. And I didn't care about it. But I would be lying to you if I didn't tell you it looked way better. What's the horror movie they tried to pitch on us yesterday? That uh, that Warner Brothers was oh. pitching. Oh, the Nun. The, the Nun. Too. Yeah, remember it's like yeah that did. This presentation they made for The Exorcist literally made me way more interested in this Exorcist. I thought it looked super creepy. I did too, but here's the thing. Uh, you know, I know you like the Halloween trilogy he did. Or, no, no, or no, 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 no. I like the first one. I, I was not a fan of those, and The Exorcist is my favorite horror film of all time. Mm -hmm. And I will watch. I'm interested. The fact that they brought back Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn yeah. coming back. Yeah. I mean, she's like 90. Yeah. But I love the fact that she's come back. So I'm in. Count me in. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm going to just take a quick second here and thank some of our channel members um, who have been gifting out channel memberships oh, while no. you were waiting for us to start the stream. That's so so big shout out to Joshua McGregor, who gifted one membership, to Mark24Gaming, who gifted out a membership. Holy smokes. James uh, Wheeler, who gifted 10 memberships out, and uh, Mark24Gaming, who gifted out another five memberships. Big shout out to you guys, our channel members who did that. Thank, Thank you so you. much for that. Um, Anne, you were sitting with me. What did yeah. you think about that? Anne's not a huge horror person, but what do you think about well, that exorcist stuff? I love horror movies if they're good. And right. I will say that trailer was really good. Yeah. That, that got me. Everything about it, the sound, how the girls looked, it was it was. So my the, 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 my measuring stick for how good a, a horror movie looks is how many times did Chris Carr say nope? Oh my God, <laughs> so many. So, so many. many. So that means so many. It so looks you guys really are good. gonna love it. I was raised Catholic. I think The Exorcist is the scariest film of all yeah, time. Yeah, I, I still I Catholic still have nightmares about the staircase scene. Oh, Logan yeah. thinks that's that movie's hilarious. By the way, <laughs> it's he has a very different vibe on that one. He's like The Exorcist is hilarious. This looks terrifying, you guys. And it's not just one girl possessed. It's two this time. So double the demonic possession. And they look freaky as hell. Yeah. Okay, so then, as Ray said, as I said, guys, we're going to have to move kind of quickly. Then, also to crap all over Disney's presentation some more, Will Ferrell comes out on stage. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. With, yeah. Best movie of the year. With, with the little dog that he does the voice for in the yeah, movie. Yeah, Sophia. So Sophie. Sophie, I think it was. But she plays a, a guide dog. Yeah, yeah she plays a That's guide range, dog. Range, baby. Reggie. <laughs> range. And he starts talking about strays, and he was hilarious with this dog and the the stuff. And then they showed us basically the trailer. So Will Ferrell's on stage for a good eight minutes. And then they basically show us the trailer, but a double length trailer. So there was like a whole bunch of stuff in there that we had not seen before. Oh. The funniest shit was the postman. Oh, God. Oh, the stuff about the postman. Yeah. And the bunny. The devil in the sky. And the bunny. The bunny. The bunny. Oh, the bunny was so funny. That was the whole, that was the whole thing about what they showed. Oh, that, that was, was the scene horrible. they wanted to show. And it's like, oh. if you have a dog, you know how unknowingly 
they get when they're playing with toys. Oh yeah, and it plays into that. It's it's a great scene. It's so I, I am telling you, we we all have been really excited for Strays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the Red Band trailer, you should go look it up. And I hope they put what they showed us, even though it's kind of long. I hope they put what I, they showed us up online for you guys to see, because we were laughing hysterically. I we cannot wait to watch Strays. It looked fantastic, and him being there, Will Ferrell setting it up was just yeah, that was really and great. You know, that, it's, that's a movie that, from the very beginning, when we first saw that trailer, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. No, no, you asked, did you see the, the Strays trailer? I'm like, oh, no, I, I saw something came out, but I didn't watch it. And Ray's like, you got to watch yeah. it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, and I have been laughing ever since, and the stuff they showed well, us today was so good. I want to quickly add one thing. This is the, the presentation where I actually want them to upload the pre-trailer. Everyone who spoke, I want to watch again. Like, I mean, like Will Ferrell, his little thing. Yeah, they never air that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I want that to be uploaded just as much as I want what we saw to be uploaded. Too. Yeah, so so that was straight. So again, like the first three things they came out of the gate with, I thought, again, I'm just comparing because it was all on the same day, mm-hmm. like beat the shit out of Disney's presentation. Yeah. Yeah. So So then they started talking animation. He kicked that off with trolls. And they kicked it off with trolls. And they brought out Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick who Anna Kendrick is starting to maybe become my favorite person in the world. She's amazing. She was hilarious. She She was so funny. So funny. And Justin Timberlake. He's so funny. He was also really, really funny. Uh, And like this, he started talking about, like he was just being real, talking to people about, about uh, Vegas and about, you know, what you're doing in Vegas. And then he started to set up this line. You know what they say about Vegas? What happens in Vegas? And then Anna Kendrick is, oh yeah, I know what to say about Vegas. Dear God, dear God, I promise I will I'll never, never do it again. If you just save me from this, dear God, Jesus Christ, I'll never do it again. That was, <laughs> That's a personal memory. <laughs> she was, was so, good. so funny. And then they showed a bunch of stuff from Trolls, a lot of unfinished stuff from yeah. Trolls. And Very I still I still don't give a shit about Trolls. I didn't I didn't think the trailer was all that good and the footage they showed was all that funny. I am going to watch Trolls in a very specific way. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, and and, uh, music in yes. the Trolls trailer. Okay, yeah, okay. There. Yeah. There's a full generation going to see that movie. Anne yeah. has a newspaper article cut out of her and her life bestie Jaylin as young girls. What was it about with you guys the in sync? We were concert? competing for two front row tickets for Kiss FM to an in sync concert, and we learned the choreography. <laughs> And we put posters all over her car, and we actually won. And it was all oh, the newspaper. Wow. It was on the front, front page, page of the newspaper. How old were you? Oh, like 15, 16. Probably. Yeah. So, like, the first <laughs> requested hall pass Anne ever gave me was Justin Timberlake. And so he came out on stage. And then and I left. They were funny. And then I was done. She's like, I'm done. I'm finished. And then they show the trail. I... I mean, look, you worked on the Trolls yeah. property. So, I mean, but did you like the Trolls trailer? Um, it was okay. But like I said, I think there's certain things drawing me to it. And I, I like that they still are trying to continue the franchise because I think Anna and Justin together are really fire. Like with I would watch a live branch. action yeah. rom-com with those yeah. two. So just those I would totally two watch it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. All right. Then another animated thing they showed was Migration. Um, and I got to say... This, the footage they showed us today was better than the stuff that was released online before. Yeah, but still. Mm. I, I, I am, I'm not, I'm not, I'd be lying if I said I was excited to see Migration, 
But it did pique my curiosity. It, it did raise my interest. What we saw today did raise my interest. What yeah. do you think about I migration? mean, I think it was better than what we've seen before. I also am not with him, though, on, like, ducks, nature's cartoon character. Ducks are horrible creatures. Look up, <laughs> up real-life ducktails. When they're babies. They're <laughs> terrible, and they have corkscrew penises, right? They're horrible, horrible animals. <laughs> right? <laughs> For some people, that works. <laughs> Chris out here dick-shaming people. <laughs> That's uncalled for. I, I talk about how I'll never kink shame, but here I am dick shaming. So <laughs> uncalled for. But it looks it looks better than what we've been presented with, and especially yeah. getting that backstory of, you know, it's this family with a father who really, really wants to just keep everyone literally in the nest, you know, and that'll be a nice relatable thing. And, and, and we learned um, why you should, you, who you should migrate to, right? Who you should migrate to? Yeah. Migration mobile. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a little early for the sponsor. Oh, it's early. It's a little early for our sponsorship. Uh, okay. That's a new, that's a new be, company. But again, a good, a good segue. A good segue, nonetheless. I'll be back. Um, a little early there. So migration looked okay. Migration looked okay. <laughs> and then they did a, a third animated film. Um, uh, blah blah blah, Kraken. Ruby, 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 Ruby Gillen, uh, Teenage Kraken. Teenage yeah. Kraken. Yeah. Looks shitty. I, yeah, I wasn't. A, it's I, it, I, like anybody in here like it, it went a bridge too far for me. It uh, felt yeah. a little like turning red. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It looked yeah. like it was also, desperately I trying to be turning red. It's a very specific audience they're yeah. going so. I don't, I don't understand how she's a secret sea creature. Yeah, given her teenager design, where I was well, like, well, she's she's blue with gills, yeah. and nobody knows what she is. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I'm sure they'll explain in the movie. Hey, listen, and we're not saying the movie won't be great. Maybe the movie will be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> we're just That's talking about the, the footage they showed. Did you, I don't know, what do you think about it? I, I thought that I didn't want to unleash it. <laughs> A phrase that can no. be used so many ways. Um, so that was that one. Now, there was a fourth animated, well, no, no, there were five animated projects. No, the, the fourth one, sorry, there's just four. Mm -hmm. The fourth animated project is a little, just a hair under a year away, and they had no footage to show us. It is Kung Fu Panda 4. And what was the highlight of the animated pro, uh, presentation? The, the head of Universal just comes out and says, so to tell you all about Kung Fu Panda 4, here's Poe himself, Jack Black. Oh my God. So Jack Black comes out on stage. And he goes, He's all right, perfect. we don't have a trailer. So did you guys, any of you can watch Parks and Rec when Andy didn't have a DVD player to show people Rambo, so he described Rambo to them? That's what Jack Black just did. He goes, okay, we don't have a trailer. So I, thespian Jack Black, am going to go through the entire story. And he's he starts narrating the he's story. He's ninja kicking it like was that. It was fantastic. It was suit, so good. That looked like a panda. Suit. Know, yes. Yeah. Thing lately, because he had that killer custom suit for Bowser for the Super yep. Mario premiere. He had a Poe suit today. When they said they didn't it. have a trailer, I wanted to yell "peaches" out loud. Just Somebody like did. It. Somebody did. Oh. Yeah. But one of the really cool things he talks about is he's he's going to be fighting the big bad in this movie is a character called the Chameleon, who's also kind of a sorceress. But one of the main powers of the sorceress is she has the the ability to bring back old villains from the Kung Fu, mm -hmm. Kung Fu Panda uh, series, which to me is really kind of neat and exciting. I really like the Kung Fu Panda series. Yeah. And great. Jack Black on stage doing that like seven minute thing about- He was great. It, it was so amazing. good. 
Uh, and he's singing and he's yeah. doing the moves and he's kick. It was it was gold. It was great. It was absolutely gold. So I believe that's it for the animated yes. slate. Yeah. Um, then I know we might be going a little bit out of order. Just quickly go through the focus features set. Focus features has some really interesting, very cool looking films coming out. One of them is Asteroid City. <laughs> Uh, with That's Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson so. with Jason uh, Schwartzman, Schwartzman mm -hmm. uh, Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, Hanks Stephen Carell, Liv Schreiber. Great cast. Um, I got to admit, I haven't been, if it wasn't for the name Wes Anderson on it, I don't know that I've been super intrigued by it. So excited about it. But I'm this was, what they showed us today has gotten me more interested yeah. in it. Mm -hmm. Like, Ray, you were already saying you were super excited. Yeah, 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 because remember, we, we we passed by the second floor on our first day, and I saw this poster, and it, it's Asteroid City, and we see the little crater, and I was like, oh, I want to see that. And John and Ann were like, no, that's not what you think it is. Because, you know, I Yeah, it's not a space movie, yeah, yeah, per se. Or then, is it? Or is it aliens? This is... I'm shocked that this is, like, my... Number one movie after this whole presentation. No, I want to. I do want to see it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really by the way, uh, just a quick shout out to Flash Blue in the live chat who just super badged in a, a, a super chat tip. Thank you so much for that, Flash Blue. Appreciate it, man. Um, so that was Asteroid City. It, again, it's it's piqued my interest. It's got mm -hmm. me kind of looking forward to it. Then I don't think a lot of people are going to care about this next one, but I really do because mm -hmm. the original was really really special to me. My big fat Greek wedding. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you were talking about the other one. No. Uh, my the big fat, my big fat Greek wedding is coming back for a third one. The first one is one of the most heartwarming, wonderful movies. Um, and the guy who played the dad, uh, I forget the actor's name now. I, I can't. Who died oh, yeah, recently? I but I actually got to have lunch with him this one day. He and I both went to like this film class together, and he invited me to come have a burger with him uh, during a lunch break. And I got Aww. to sit down and talk to him about. So anyway, uh, the second one was not so good. Uh, they I tried to do a TV it. series. Did you know this? I did. And it, it was, was one of the worst, really most bad. awful things yeah. ever put on television. It was really bad. But I still have such a place in my heart for it. And so there's a third Big Fat Greek Wedding where they all go back to Greece and made my heart smile. It made looked more sumptuous than the other two films. The first yeah. one was a real indie darling, but this mm -hmm. looks like it actually had... Mm. More money behind it, production. Value. And our friend Connie Sang. Connie. Connie. Hey, Connie. We're we're actually we're about to go to the buffet that last year Connie came with us. Yes. To the buffet Aww. last year. How you doing, Connie? Um, so I'm I'm really excited to see that. I don't think it's going to do super great at the box office, but I'm looking forward to it. All right. Then there was another focus feature one called The Holdovers. Yes. It's directed by the guy who did Sideways. Alexander Payne. Who. Well, of course, starred Paul Giamatti, who I think got an Academy Award nomination for, for that yep. movie. Um, and it stars Paul Giamatti. Yes. Where he's, it's, uh, how do we, you describe it? It's like a little, it's a pinch of, oh, Captain, my Captain. Yeah, it's got uh, some Dead oh, Poets Society yeah. vibes, and it's got a very 1970s aesthetic, and that's where it seems to be set, too. Yep. Um, and everything in the trailer was like watching an old 70s yes. film trailer, a coming-of-age film. Um, it's so well done. It's about students at a prep school who stay over over the holidays. Because they don't have family to go back to. Yeah, and those are the holdovers. And Paul Giamatti is this kind of curmudgeon -y teacher there who's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, and he's the one who has to watch everyone over those two He weeks. gets stuck, and there's a particular student that he does not get along with, and the two of them are forced to be together over the holidays. And 
The first 30 seconds, I thought, this isn't really working. By the end of it, yeah. by the end of the presentation, I was like, I can't wait to watch this movie. I, I know you love Payne. I love Alexander well. Payne. What do you, you think know, about what we saw? I thought it looked great. I mean, I love. give me a, a movie set in a school, whether it's School Ties, whether it's Goodwill Hunting, whether it's Dead Poets Society. I'll watch anything. Harry Potter. Well, yeah. <laughs> private school the, girls. The, the paper Manhattan. chase. Or, there, private school There is a movie Manhattan. called Private School, though. There is a real private school movie. No, but I Mark love Harmon, I, I love mistaken. movies with um I love movies with mentor characters. Mm, yeah. You know, profess I love that stuff. And it looks great. And I Alexander Payne, I mean, he's made some of my favorite fa- I mean, so I love Sideways. I love didn't he he made election, didn't he? Mm-mm. He didn't make election. No, that was someone else? I'm freezing out. I'm just saying, who doesn't love movies where like the old person actually learns something from a young person, or vice versa? I like those movies. Yeah, well, they got a little bit to learn from each other. Yeah, um, um, just a little quick shout out to the lady who runs that Focus Features last year. The chairman. Yeah, last year's presentation, I thought it was the worst part of the thing. But this year, her speech was so nice about her son going to Super Mario. Oh, that. I thought the whole thing was beautiful. I thought her whole presentation. She has a bunch of winners that she's she yeah. coming up. Also, Rob, you're right. Alexander Payne did direct election. I should never oh. doubt you. Yeah. I should never oh, doubt really? you. Really? I really thought it was, um, <clears throat> now I'm freezing on who I thought it was, but I didn't think it was then. Yeah. So, yeah, I loved that. So one thought. point Hufflepuff. There you go. Um, okay, now, now before we continue, because there was a lot more stuff, uh, including Fast 10, Wicked, Fall Guy, hell of a whole bunch more. Now, we're going to talk about that stuff in just a second, but before we do, we're going to take a moment and thank the sponsor of our coverage of CinemaCon 2023, my mobile service provider, our friends at Mint Mobile. We want to thank a sponsor of this video, Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, your utility bills and favorite streaming services, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. You guys know that ever since I switched to Mint Mobile, I've been saving almost 70% a month over my old phone plan. For people looking Looking for extra savings this year? Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just $15 a month. By going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail, Mint Mobile passes the significant savings on to you. All of their plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just $15 a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash campia. That's mintmobile.com slash campia. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash campia. And thank you to our friends at Mint Mobile for sponsoring the John Campia Show's coverage of CinemaCon 2023. All right, one of the things that we should mention here about Universal's presentation was something that was not there that we were anticipating, and then Chris Carr very deductively came up with why they didn't. We were expecting to see something about Five Nights at Freddy's. 
As a matter of fact, there's a part in the presentation, we'll tell you what it was in a second. There was a part of the presentation where the lights went all went out and you heard a, a, a speaker over the, uh, over the loud system saying, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please be patient as we are preparing a special presentation. And I thought for sure, we were going to get like the way the nuns came up the ass. I thought we were going to get these creepy animatronic monsters. Heck yeah. Coming right. up. But it wasn't that. They did not do anything for Five Nights at Freddy's. And it left us, Chris and I were talking, I said, why didn't they do it? And then Chris had a eureka moment. Yeah. It's day and date. It's day and date. And that's not something you want to do to theater owners. You don't want to talk to everybody in exhibition and say, oh, yeah, it's not really a movie we seem to believe in. And we're dumping it on streaming right. the same day it goes to your theaters. Yeah. That's not going to give them That won't any go confidence. over well with the theater no. owners. So, and like, so I think Chris is absolutely right about that. So unfortunately, we didn't see anything. By the way, there was, whereas some other studios have been really touting the fact that uh, they stuck theatrical, like Sony especially, like, yeah, we screw, the screw streaming, we've stuck theatrical, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Universal, on a couple of occasions in their presentation, struck more of an apologetic tone. Which I love. The, you know, <laughs> Justin Timberlake in particular, because I remember, I still remember we talked about this on the show when it happened, when Universal was the first studio badly to break ranks and say, oh, this movie, uh, Trolls 2, that we were going to put in theaters, yeah, we're pulling it, we're going to put it on streaming. And they broke the 45-day. And they broke the 45-day thing, all that kind of stuff. So Justin Timberlake is out there with Anna Kendrick trying to sell Trolls 3, and Justin Timberlake's like, so yeah, we we kind of took a, a, a little bit of a loss on, uh, you know, we went a bit of the streaming route with part two, but we learned. <laughs> and like, like, it was really more of an apologetic yeah. tone. Which is nice. Yeah, and because the theater owners, they all remember. Yeah. They knew. Mm -hmm. And so... That was kind of interesting. Now, now I'm going to go a little bit out of order because I told you about the lights went down. We thought it was going to be a Five Nights at Freddy's thing. It was something that was better. They bring out this company called, what is it, the 89? or 87, 87 Productions. 87 Productions, which is a stunt uh, Hollywood stump team that has worked with um, uh, David Leach, uh, the director of Deadpool 2, one of, the, one of the John Wick guys who did Atomic Blonde. This is the stunt team that he, he worked with. He did Bullet Train. Oh, and he did... Oh, and, Loved bullet train. I did too. So they just bring out these crash pads and they did about a three minute huge stunt demonstration. And these people are real life freaking ninjas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they were doing stuff I didn't know was even humanly possible. And they did some falls and then they did some weapons combat and they did these acrobatics. And I'm just like, what? Like Anne was sitting beside me. I'm like, the whole time is going, no. No, yeah. no, it was, it was, it was so amazing. fun. But the best time had to be when I missed the t-shirt that they shot oh, at me. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, so so I missed that. I missed something. I wanted well, one. But we were sitting there thinking, okay, that's this is really cool. And it was, it was awesome. I'm like, why are they, what does this have to do? I totally forgot that they were doing a Fall Guy movie with uh, Ryan Gosling oh, and precious. Emily Blunt. Precious God. And... Uh, the Emmy Award winner from Ted Lasso. Uh, Hannah Waddington. Yeah. Hannah Waddington. Uh, uh, on Bullet Train. Aaron Taylor. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Johnson. Winston, Winston Duke. Duke from, from Black Panther. M'Baku. Uh, King of Wakanda. Stephanie Sue. Stephanie, Stephanie Sue. Sue. Academy yeah. Award yeah. nominee. Stephanie Sue from um, everything. Uh, everything, everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Great cast. And it is, for those of you who remember, there was a Lee Majors TV series, The Fall Guy, about a guy who's a professional stuntman and race favor kind of people solves crimes. Yeah. And um, they kind of, they're bringing that back to life. And Ryan Gosling's playing uh, 
Uh, I, well, I forget the name of the fall guy. Lee Majors. No, no, that was the actor. No, no, no. Cole of uh, Cole something. <laughs> anyway, Lee Majors. Um, he plays the title role. Cole Seavers. Cole yeah, Seavers. That's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. Seavers. So they they I totally forgot that movie was even a thing. I didn't even know they had started shooting. So they gave us this big presentation of it. And it looks pretty fun. It looks, it looks great. Really it's got fun. that bullet train feel to it. That yes, it does. Pulpy, slightly not realistic, heightened reality. I, yeah. I can't wait. And, and because David Leach, who's been directing all these great movies, he, of course, for many years of his career, was a stuntman. And so he kind of talked about how this whole movie is kind of like a love letter to the, yeah. to the stunt. Yeah. And they brought out they brought out Brian Gosling and Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt came out. Well, it was so nice that he was Ryan, there. like, introduced the stunt men too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Here's who does this specific stunt in this film. Here's who does this stuff for me. It was really, really great because yeah, they really are the unsung heroes and yeah. they don't get a lot of recognition. Yeah. Right? But they've, got great, they've got great chemistry. Emily Blunt and Gosling, they're hilarious. Well, yeah, they're like, Gosling is like staying in the corner. You know, they, like, it's okay, are the stunt people done now? Like, it's safe to go out? Because I'm an actor. We just like to stand in the corner and take, take credit. credit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... So that's been so funny the whole week. Yeah, I, he's I, been he great. To, he needs to stand up. Oh, when he came out for Barbie, yeah, yeah, he slayed yeah. that, that dry Barbie humor thing. Is actually, getting to me now. <laughs> um, what's that? The dry humor. Oh yeah, like a really he's, dry. There's no like super dry humor. Yeah, there's no delivery, but it's just funny. He's so good. Man. He's so funny. So Fall Guy looked really, really good. Uh, then there were the two major ones, and I thought the headline of the night would be Fast. X, mm-hmm. which they're calling it Fast X because apparently the next one will not be called Fast 11. It's going to be Fast X Part 2, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, and a, I can't say for certain, but you feel free to chime in if you disagree. A very drunk or high Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. She, she was on some. It's Vegas. Not that it was it's bad. Vegas. Not that, and I'm not judging and I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying clearly. A little tipsy, Michelle yeah. Rodriguez. But, they got, but it was kind of cool got, when they brought out. They brought Ludacris. They brought out. No, they didn't. No, they brought no, Tyrese. Were you high? No, no, no. That's why I might have been seeing Ludacris. I was thinking fast. I was thinking too fast. Diggs. They brought in this. They brought in Tyrese. 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 Dixon. Tay Diggs. The second guy. Yes. Oh my God. So anyway, you know Ludacris. What I was going to say. Bill Cosby. No, they they brought out the four. Or from the first three, yeah, they brought yeah. Sun yeah. Kang, yeah. and they each introduced, I mean, Paul Walker wasn't here, but they each introduced the movie they were introduced Each yeah. of the nine, yeah. yeah that really, the, that the was really movies. sweet. Yeah. It was. It was really cool oh. to see all those movies I haven't seen. Yeah. A little <laughs> awkward. It was was a little yeah. awkward. Not well it, rehearsed. I thought it, was, it wasn't well rehearsed, but I thought it was nice that they did that. I, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I And mentioned it, but it's true. I was kind of waiting to see if Tyrese was going to uh, uh, call me out. Uh, from the state. Oh, I don't know if you Tyrese had a little bit Check of drama, but that's okay. <laughs> Check my DMs. I keep wanting to say ludicrous, but it was Tyrese. You know what was most disappointing about that presentation? It's when Tokyo Drift came out. I expected Rob to scream at I almost, me, I, and I look over, and he's dead silent. Uh, I looked like that. No, no, you know, no. We were next to each other, and he got so excited, he starts hitting my. I was arm. like, yes. I, you know, I wasn't. I yeah. was. Gonna, I need you to be vocal, Rob. But, but I. But what was interesting was that it was the four of them. But no, Vin Diesel. Yeah. So after they went through the whole presentation, then they said, and now we want to bring out the 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 shepherd of this of our whole thing, Vin Diesel. And Vin Diesel comes out, and you guys know I am a Vin Diesel fan. I'm a bigger fan. By the way, um, he looked great. He looks white, great. Fast ten jacket. Uh, I am a big unapologetic Vin Diesel fan. I, I will say this though, 
I have never heard somebody on a stage like that speak slower than Vin Diesel did. Like well, what he, he was saying, it was good. But it was good. He no, no, it was good. Towards the end, yes, he did. He started and picking he up the pace at the end. Walking across the stage, he was, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. he was just ba- bathing in the glory of the moment. Yeah, man, I was listening every word he said, so I it didn't matter. It's all fast. No, and he, he said some really good stuff. But I, he but went off script. He's like, tell very Rob, slow. I don't need to tell. He, he spoke very slow. Yeah, very he made me a Fast and Furious believer. Like I wanted to go see these movies after this because he took me to church. Where he was like, yep. "This is there the one place where you can feel accepted, no matter what's going on in your life." It's all about family. Like the whole time. I was like, yeah, man, you're right. family. And he said family a lot. He said yeah. family said a, a lot. lot. You know what? Every time we would be dead. It was, it was actually real. Now, there was there was a fact that he dropped, though, that I thought was really interesting. So I like these little factoids. He said, you know, we've, we've been lucky to work with a number of directors on our, on our franchise. And they said this. And every one of those directors, the films they worked on in our franchise is their highest grossing movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought that is actually a really cool fact that, that I hadn't really thought of. Yeah, that's reeling in some director choices for the last one. Yeah. He's reeling in some people. He's yeah. like, you want to make some money? Well, no, Louis Leterrier is doing well. Oh, okay. He's already signed to do the last one. Um, so, and then they gave, they showed, now ladies and gentlemen, Fast X, and they, they brought up a big presentation to show on screen. And listen, I said it before, I'll say it again. I thought Fast 9 was a crime against humanity. It's it, I, I, I've run out of words to describe it. It's the only it. Fast and Furious movie I've only ever seen once. Yeah, it's garbage. It's garbage. But the when that trailer, when the first trailer for Fast 10 came out, I'm like, all is forgiven because this looks awesome. And then they showed us more stuff today, including a little bit more of some John Cena, yeah. well, a little more Jason Momoa. Um, it, it just, that... Has so heightened my excitement. Me too. For this what? film, I'm yeah. so excited for yeah. it. Yeah. What did you think about the fast, the fast stuff we saw? Granted, baby? I haven't seen all of them, but I did see nine once. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, but ten. Yeah. Ten, you got to see Fast Five. That's the Citizen Kane of the Fast. Listen, Fast Five, Fast I, Six, and yeah. Fast Seven. Yeah. Are like if anybody were to ask me if I only watched three Fast and Furious movies, I would five, six, seven. I mean, that's when it was at its absolute height. Hobbs and Shaw, three times. I, I, I really like Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I love the drift. Yeah, I know you love yourself the drift. drift. I love the drift. So that that uh, was the Fast Ten. I, I, I mean, can I say something about one thing about the Fast Ten thing? What's that? I didn't I didn't want to watch it, but after Vin Diesel's speech, now I just I'll watch whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was great. It's and, hard not to get enthusiastic because he has an he has a contagious enthusiasm for. And, and, for and it. In the trailer they released, did they show that shot where Vin Diesel punches Jason Momoa and he just laughs at? No, him? that wasn't in the trailer. I I'm so hyped for this yeah. because Vin Diesel has been invincible in this. Not oh, yeah, even when yeah. he fought The Rock, did someone taunt him after say, he punched him? What is the Universal President's name? Uh, the, 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 Gabby? No. Gabby. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, I'm googling it. That, that, Donna Langley. Donna Langley, not Gabby. I have a mad crush on her now. She's, She's great. She is absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous and funny. Also, and there were a lot of female execs that presented today. I just want to call that out. Yeah. And yes, she was wonderful. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> a lot of female executives over at Universal. Um, <laughs> and so, Sound listen. I'll tell you what. This this, this movie is going to be huge, and the audience was very, very enthusiastic about it. They were very excited about it. Um, and I thought, well, that's it. That's the end of the presentation. 
Because that was when the presentation was supposed to end. It was supposed yeah. to end at 6.15. And then that's when the lights went out and they brought out the stuntmen and we still did Fall Guys. I said, okay, well, that's it. But then the chairman of Universal came back out again and she's like, okay, we got one more thing for you. And I'm sitting there going through my head, I, what do they got? What do they got? What's it going to be? But it's got to be something big because it's the last thing. She goes, right now in London, we are shooting Wicked. And they're in the midst of shooting it right now. They're only halfway through shooting. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, two squirts of urine is more than I've been interested in Wicked. I have not been interested in Wicked. I mean, look, it's interesting. It was a big Broadway success. And, but it's and a really cool story. They, they had Cynthia uh, Erivo doing, doing it. You had Ariana Grande. And I think that's really cool casting. Jeff Goldblum as the Wizard of Oz. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. I mean, yeah, that all looks good, but I'm not really interested in the story. So they're like, listen, it's only halfway through shooting, but we are going to show you. We put together a bunch of footage from the stuff. We are going to, you are going to be the first. She goes, people, the executives of Universal haven't seen this. You are going to be the first person, people to see this thing about Wicked. All right. As somebody who couldn't give a crap about this movie an hour and 10 minutes ago, I am dying to watch this movie. Now. Oh, I, I agree. What did you think of it? I thought, you know, I thought it looked fantastic. And oh. there was a lot of previs and unfinished stuff. And yeah. even then, it still looked amazing. Well, especially there's all those practicals, too. They planted millions of tools. Nine uh, yeah. million. They, like, John M. Chu, who, uh, of course, directed uh, 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 Rich Asians, Crazy Rich Crazy Asians, Asians. Yeah. and uh, some Justin Bieber Rich stuff. He was talking about how we tried. We, I mean, obviously, there's got to be a lot of CGI and something like this. Yeah. But he says we went as prat. We every time we could go practical, we went. We planted nine million tulips to represent Oz. So instead of the CGI, like which would have been easy for them to do, they planted nine million freaking tulips uh, to create these these beautiful landscapes. They're going to make Oz feel very real. Jeff Goldblum as the wizard oh, looks fantastic. Casting. And I'll tell you what, they kept talking about how the chemistry, when we cast Cynthia and Ariana, uh, I, I keep forgetting, uh, I want to call uh, the Green Witch Ebola, but that's not her name. Alphaba. It's not Ebola. Alphaba. Oh, just not oh, saying that at all. I mean, wow. I knew it was, but it, come no, on. It she was like ostracized. It. Uh, and Galinda, the White Witch, they said, the, John M. Chu goes, as soon as we put them together, we could feel the chemistry. And in just this like six, seven minutes yeah. of stuff they show us, I'm like, I, my heart is already breaking knowing the destiny yep. of their friendship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, and and I was feeling it. And Michelle Yeoh is doing wizardess. To say. It had a little bit of a Hogwarts feel. It did. But still, I, by the end of this little thing, I can't remember the last time that one sizzle presentation so completely changed my outlook on a movie um, than Wicked did. And all of a sudden, I got it like i get why everybody anyway you were watching this yeah. thing what did you think about the presentation I, for wicked as it like the the title screen comes up rob was just like okay <laughs> my whole body um in something that will shock no one i'm a big musical theater fan oh yeah i love no <laughs> it's my favorite um and i've gotten to see this show multiple multiple times so seeing it actualized in this way is so, so cool. And I know so much of it was unfinished that we saw, but it was just so 
magical and lived in. I'm so excited about it. This is no. It I looks... went into this thing like Oppenheimer's going to be my favorite. Still, still probably the best thing we saw. But man, I'm really, really hyped about Wicked. Yeah, I, I have to say too because I've seen the. I saw. I didn't see the. I didn't see the stage version. I saw something, uh, a recorded version of the stage play. So I've seen the stage oh, play, but oh, recorded version of it. And mm-hmm. I've really liked. It. I love the story because mm-hmm. it's based on a book, right? It is based on a book. Yeah. Um, oh, can I say something? Yeah, I missed this whole thing. Because I gave more than two squirts of urine. Yeah, he had to, I he had had to go to, to the restroom and so I did this whole thing. Now, granted, it was like two and a half hours long, this presentation, and they yeah. gave us free Fanta and uh, free bottles of water and free sodas. And so it was he, brutal. And, uh, but, but, but before we go, okay. Anne, yes. you were sitting with me. I know you have been kind of looking forward to Wicked. I, what I did just, you think about what I we I didn't saw? know Chris was a musical fan either. So now I have, we have something in common. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. I was crying like the whole time. She was. As soon as you hear the Gravity song, you're like, I was like, tears. And the fact that Ariana, Ariana looks like Linda. Ariana and, Yeah. She looks in this? Yeah. Yeah, she's the, she's the lead. Hey, One of the two leads. I was waiting for, I don't know if you were looking for it, and it's too early to tell, but... On, in the stage play, they have this big mechanical like dragon in front mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever. That's really memorable because yeah. that's like a set piece that everybody remembers when they see it. So I'm wondering if they're going to kind of do yeah, anything about that. Yeah. Yeah, the pay arms, but... yeah. Hey, you had something else you wanted? Oh, no, I wanted to say something after you guys were done with Wicked because it's something important that I think we should point out because it was well done. What was that? The beginning where all the directors talk. Oh, I'm so that glad. That might have been one of my favorite things. That was awesome. They had Jordan Peele. Yeah, let me let me give context to this because I'm so glad you brought that up. So um the way they opened the whole thing, like what this and this was before Christopher Nolan came walking on stage. The room goes dark, the screen comes up, and you know, because not everybody can be there, so they record these special messages just for the people at CinemaCon. And it's Steven Spielberg uh on set in Burbank at Universal Studios, and he starts talking about the magic of the movies and being in a movie theater, right? And then it goes over to Jordan Peele. And I scream. And Jordan Peele starts talking about And then it goes to, like, Lord and Miller and Ryan Coogler and the the Daniels, who are now the reigning Best Director Award winners of the Academy Awards. And then it goes over to Ethan... um, um, Ethan, oh, Ethan, uh, Cohen. Ethan Cohen, and then it goes over to uh, Payne, and then it goes over to all these the banks, Lord and Miller, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. all these incredible, incredible filmmakers doing this big thing. And I'm like, we're sitting there watching it again. I, I know I'm harping on it, but I'm watching this little video introduction. I'm like, this is already better than the Disney presentation. Oh, oh my yeah. God. It's already better than Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, it was so great. And then that that video finishes, and then they're like, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher, Christopher Nolan, Nolan and Christopher Nolan come on. And then Will Ferrell my stage. Then Ryan Gosling. And then Jack Black. And then like, it was just it was such a great presentation. Yeah. That and this is this is why I was upset with Disney's no, presentation. No, completely understood now. Because the Universal and and even if you didn't like the Warner Brothers as much as this one, the Warner Brothers and the Universal presentations was a clear message to the movie theaters that we love you, you are important, we can't do this without you, and you are worth us putting all this energy and effort into it. Thank you. Whereas Disney showed up and went, whatever, fuck off, we're Disney. You take what we're giving you and and like it. And that that, that rubbed me the wrong way. Well, the Universal presentation, it started out with that great video, but then Christopher Nolan, if you didn't get the point they were making, then he comes out himself and puts a great exclamation point on it that 
theaters matter, you all matter. And Vin Diesel ended, oh, yeah. you know, the, with the same message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that was the the universal apology to her. Yeah. They made, yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> they made we're sorry. We're sorry. For we're sorry. That arena, they made everyone feel I'll sorry. just tell you what, the universal president, and again, I loved what Warner Brothers did as well, Like, but the universal presentation tonight was kind of a, this is what CinemaCon is, yeah. right? It really, it's a love letter to the movie theaters. It's it's a a celebration of what is about to come out in the next year. It is about getting everybody excited about this stuff. It's about bringing the main key players out on stage to be a physical face and representing all this stuff. And again, full marks, Sony, Sony did a great job opening night too. Warner Brothers did a great job. Uh, but again, Universal... I just really felt like they nailed the spirit yeah. of it. And we still have Paramount to go in the morning. Yay. And yeah. listen, uh, from what I hear, Paramount is going to go all out. Paramount is apparently going. And they always do. Paramount, yeah. even when they don't have the best stuff to show off, they always I go all out. love their president. Yeah. He He's great. is so fun. Uh, but I'm going to go out and say Universal probably already won the week. There, there was so much like hey, appreciation man. in their speeches. Like, I, don't, I, I don't see anything Paramount doing. And you know what they talking about? They talked about, they, the, the chairman said right at the beginning of the presentation, look, if we're going to be successful, we have to have a wide variety of films. Yes. We need to have a, a, a very full, robust release slate. So they, what'd she say? 23, 23 films. films. 23 films. 23 films. Everything from The Holdovers and Asteroid City to Fast 10 and Wicked. And, and The Exorcist. All over the place. And The Exorcist, like a very wide-ranging thing that I thought was just like really, really special. And again, just that emphasis that we, if we're gonna do this, we have to have a really big wide breadth of films that we're gonna offer and and be very different because that's what movie audiences are looking for. That movie audiences are a sophisticated bunch and they just did a a terrific job. I I really enjoyed it tonight, like a lot. I had a really, really good time. It was great, it was a great Um, Anything else we should be mentioning before we- I think that's everything. That's it, that's the most important thing. Everything that deserved attention. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it was a lot of stuff here for the Universal stuff tonight, guys. Really well done. uh, Like, we have an exciting, oh, and I wanna mention one of the things that the, that uh, it might've been Blumhouse. Yeah, it might've been Jason Blum who was the one who kind of brought this up, but maybe one of the other executives did too. He said, listen, it is important that we have a rich mixture of franchises and originals. And Jason Blum points up to the, they point up the screen, or one of the Universal execs points up the screen and goes, here are four franchises that we just started this year. Black Phone, Megan, The Bad Guys, and... Silent Night, baby. And Silent Night, right. And like, here were four originals. If you want to have franchises, Violent you, Night. You, you, Violent, Violent Night. Night, thank you. If you want to have franchises, you've got to start with great originals. Yeah. And they talked about the importance of having a great mix of franchises, which the audiences love, and fresh new originals that you can build franchises out of. And I thought that was really astute Agreed. Yeah. Uh, of them to say. So uh, any other kind of things that jump out to anybody? Turtle power tomorrow, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's important right. to the power. Yeah, baby. Um, so yeah, guys, that'll do it uh, for our coverage. And again, so we're cutting this one a little bit short because the presentation went a half hour long and, and we have to get to a dinner reservation, actually. But um, guys, thank you so much for joining us again tomorrow. 
Paramount. We're really looking forward to the Paramount one. We're gonna get some Transformers. We're gonna get some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They've, they've, I've been told they've got a lot on the slate for tomorrow. So that's gonna be really, really exciting. So uh, for everybody here, from Robert and Chris and Ray and Ann and myself, thanks guys for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow morning. My name is John Campia. Oh, oh, one last thing. Oh. One last thing. Sorry. I need. I forgot. I wanted to mention something. Uh, thank you to everybody for this because. Uh, this afternoon, I got a bunch of emails from people uh, that let me know that our um, out-of-the-theater quick reaction review of The Flash hit the top 10 on the YouTube trending page. Wow. And wow. I, I think that's only like the third time that's ever happened. Wow. Uh, so thank you to everybody who got that video trending. So thank you so much. All right. Now that will do it for us, guys. Thanks so much. We'll see you tomorrow for the Paramount presentation. We'll talk to you next time. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Min Mobile. <laughs>